0: Tale of the tape for this, our main event of the evening. We introduce the champion, Chris, the West Side Strangler Brennan. Let's get it all. Hey guys, welcome to another episode. We are gonna cover the UFC 277 Dallas coming up this weekend. pretty good card um it was built at one point to be even a better card and i think some fights fell off and moved around and it's still pretty good um unfortunately pj and i have, neither will be in town this weekend so i won't get to see it, it sucks i was bummed because james is here Krause is here with uh brandon moreno yep and uh he was going to come up but i'm leaving in the morning tomorrow so i won't even get to see him so uh anyway we'll we'll cover we'll cover the most of the main card
1: First, what you wanted to start off with was Uncle Liev and Anthony Smith. We've we've talked about Magomed before. This is another one of the Dagestan, right? Like, yeah. Same same. He was he was one of the ones I got right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he, he what's his record? 14 or 17? Uh, I think it's 17. But let me pull it up and, and yeah, 17 and 1. 17
0: and one. Anthony Smith is 34 or 36, 36 and, 16. 36 and 16. Yep. This is again like I love Anthony Smith. I Think he's awesome. Great fighter. However, you get 16 losses on your record, and you get familiar with losing, right? You get you get there. You found a way out 16 times. Yeah. And uh, Uncle If is is 17 and one. That's right. And um, I just don't, again the the pressure that those guys bring to the table, and he's a good striker also. Um, I, I just think it's not going to be uh, a favorable fight for for Anthony. I think that the uncle live is gonna take that you know if it's only a three-round fight might go the distance um, but I, I doubt it even goes the distance
1: so if if it matters I'm looking at Anthony's last few fights uh, win spawn and I don't know a lot of these guys win against a guy named Crute this is in 2021 another win another win I, I don't know I'm sorry a loss when you go back four out of his last five fights he's he's won so yeah. he has i mean he he is on a on i'll call it a hot streak but sure he has been successful as of late
0: he hasn't fought the caliber that he was once fighting um and i think he's lost on the ones that he has he was to me he wasn't the same guy after he lost at john jones yeah he stood with john jones for five rounds and didn't do much everyone expected a lot out of him and he didn't he didn't do a lot it was a it was actually a pretty boring fight um and then he just kind of got picked apart but he, um, yeah, he's a he's a good
1: fighter. I think he's hot and cold. Okay. You think uh, Magomedov is going to cool him off a little he, bit? He's obviously always or Magomed. Hot. <laughs> I said Magomedov, Magomed, Uncle Live. Yeah. That, yeah. Um, yeah. Anything? I mean, when did he, when was his loss? Uh, let me see if I can find it here really quick. Seventeen fights ago. <laughs> yeah, it might it might be it's like, something. I thought it was something early, but I'm, I'm not sure. When. When I'm just gonna see how far back it goes. I, I got to load up a few more here, but it goes. It goes back pretty deep. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going back.
0: Yeah.
1: It actually on on UFC's website, it actually doesn't go back deep enough to so, show where. Yeah, it is, and he hasn't so lost to, in
0: the UFC then. Yeah, I um, think that's right. Yeah. So. So yeah, I I think that's a. It might be a good fight, but it's not gonna be. I don't believe it's gonna be a close fight.
1: Skipping the next fight, we're going to move to um, Sergei Pavlovich versus Derek Lewis. we got number five versus number 11 here. It's another fight. Like, Derek Lewis, you know,
0: he said he didn't want to fight in Texas anymore, or at least in Houston, so he's not fighting in Houston and he's yeah. in Dallas. Gets a lot of pressure put on him he's got a lot of fans here. Yep. He's not an awesome fighter, right? He's very tough, um, hits really hard. He finds a way to get back to his feet really strange like I I was live and I believe I was in Austin and he lost every minute of this fight until there was 30 seconds left in the fight he gets back to his feet knocks a guy out and I was sitting there I was like are you kidding me the crowd went absolutely (laughs) wild and I was like are you kidding me did he really just do that and uh, you know I I thought he he just got knocked out by somebody I forget who who knocked him out last but uh, it happened in in Houston and uh, he just doesn't look great when he, when he's the one getting hit, he doesn't look great. You know?
1: Oh two of awesome. Oh, that's right. And how do you forget we that? We talked about that fight. Yeah.
0: Um, but that was, you know, um both knockout power. I'm not sure what this guy's power is like that he's fighting, but he's a, also another guy and one, right? One loss. 15 to
1: one. 15 that's to
0: correct. one. Um Derek Lewis has how many losses? Nine?
1: Nine. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah.
0: He's fought a lot. Derek Lewis fought a lot of top guys. He's been in the heavyweight division for quite a while in the UFC. And fought the who's who of that division, um, lost a boring decision to Ngannou. You know he, he can last. You know he can also knock anybody out in that division. For he, sure, he can he can easily touch and knock out anybody in that heavy, heavyweight division. I uh, just the way he's built. You know he's not he's not uh, a super athlete. He's fast. He throws head kicks. You know, he's very he's very strange looking to be able to do the things he does, built the way he is. Right. I just don't think he stops the takedowns well enough, and I don't know. I know that everyone knows what you have to watch out for: big hands. You know, yeah. big heavy, heavy. Especially, it seems like the uppercuts is, upper is where he yep. gets you. And so, I think when you're when you're that one dimensional, when you're looking for that one thing the entire time, I think it starts to become easier to stop.
1: Um. Is there a cap in the heavyweight division? Yeah. What's what's that cap it's at? It's pretty light. It's 265. Okay. Because they, they've got him listed walking around at 282. Yeah. Um, they've got Sergey walking around at 254. I'm assuming he's probably not going to be. if if You said it's 265, 265 that, that yeah. they can get to. So. You get
0: guys like Brock Lesnar who are walking at 315 plus and cutting to 265. Jeez. You know, um the heavyweight division in wrestling and collegiate wrestling is 285. Okay, so even those guys that have been wrestling there, when they want to come fight, they've got to then lose 20 more pounds. You know, it's a, it is a lot of weight. 265 uh, is not that heavy of a weight class for a heavyweight division. Um, but and, and I guess it's trying to keep people as athletic as possible. You know, by by not allowing a 300 pounder. Yeah. But there are some guys. You know, that are there are some big boys that um, sit around that that area but the the problem is they'd have to make another weight class because it's not fair for a guy that's 225 to fight a guy
1: even heavier than 265 right what is light heavy cap at 205 205 so you got 205 and then all the way up to 265 so yep. that that's a it's giant that's a
0: giant <laughs> spread yeah.
1: right there okay
0: yeah they go by 10 pounds at the bottom half and then as they get to 55 they jump 15 pounds to 70 yep then jump 15 to 85 then jump
1: 20 to 205. And then after that, it's a 60-pound weight class. So, like you were saying, um, Derek is a little bit of a one-trick pony. Does he have, I mean, everybody's got a little bit of a ground game when you're in the UFC, but does he have any ground game? His ground game is
0: explosive to get back to the feet. Okay. You know, it's, he's, he's trying to get back to the feet. He's not arm-barring somebody you sure. know, um, or in somebody. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be amazing. That'd be that, that would be. Um, Who's the underdog? Hold on. It's got to be Derek Lewis at this point. It is, but
1: it's, it's, it's close. pretty close. It's minus 125 for um, Pavlovich and plus 105 for Derek okay. Lewis. So so it's not bad. It's pretty close. When you have somebody the size of Derek Lewis, is it hard to keep him on the ground? Sure. I mean, this guy,
0: hypothetically, let's say this guy's a grappler. Okay. If he got him down and landed in side control, he could probably sit there and hang out all night, right? But if he tries to do anything, yeah. that's the moment he's going to explode. Okay. So that's the problem with getting a guy like Derek Lewis on the ground and get into a position. You need to be busy hitting him, but also trying to figure out how to keep him on the ground while you're hitting him. He's a guy that may just start taking your punches while he turtles and stands up, you know? Yeah. So you, you have to you have to have the... A, at least one leg to leg ride while you're punching him, a, a wrist, you know, to, to punch him. But at, at the same time, again, I've gone over this with my guys. The best time for you to get up is when the guy starts punching. If he's trying to hold you and jujitsu you, yeah. that's going to be your hardest time to get up, sure. wrestle you. But when he starts striking, that's the time to get up. because yeah, They're letting go of you. He's By letting go of something to punch you, sure. right? And that's where that space is going to come from, and that's your time to go. So okay. that's been a, a great challenge coaching Luke is – you still have to find a way to punch when you're the one on top. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So don't be afraid of the guy getting up. We just – these are where we create handles and, and grips and stuff to hold the guy while punching.
1: And if I remember right, even in Luke's last fight, there were definitely times where he was on top, had control, and started working on the body yeah. a little bit. Got that one uh, leg ride right on the back. Yep. So you've got, you've got Sergey Pavlovich in this one. Um, you think it's going to be a decision? You think it goes – I mean, it could,
0: it could definitely... Can you tell me how he's won his fights? Yeah, any of them?
1: Let me see if I can pull that up. Um, oh, you know, I'm not sure if it'll say how he's run. It shows... I should have done more research I on this. I say TKO or... Something uh, okay, so striking axe Oh, you know what? Actually, let me go back to one other thing because I, I think I can actually see... Um, yeah, win by... Okay, so win by TKO, 80%. Decision, 20%. The dude subbed nobody. Okay. So, so
0: that is where the even money starts to come into play because even though he's the favorite, Derek Lewis always has that chance. So if this guy's more of a striker, Derek Lewis always has that chance.
1: So if, it, if, if this isn't telling, Derek Lewis has a better takedown percentage than Sergey does. Okay. Where's <laughs> Sergey from? Uh, Russia. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Just says Russia. I don't, I don't know where. But yeah, it looks like this dude is, is a striker for sure. And when you look at the grappling, I mean, he, he has no takedowns. His takedown defense is solid. He's got 66% in his takedown defense. Um, but he's not. he wants to stand a bang with you based right. off of what I'm seeing by the stats. What's
0: Derrick Lewis's takedown defense?
1: 55%.
0: Uh, to be honest, it's not bad with the guys that he's fought. Like, Derrick yeah. Lewis has fought the cream of the he's, crop in the heavyweight he's division. He's stopping
1: one out of every two takedowns. Yeah, that, yeah. it's not bad. That's not bad. But you're still going with Sergei on this. Yeah. Okay. Minus 300. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: putting my own odds in there.
1: <laughs> Next fight we have, this is a, an interim title bout for Brandon Moreno and Kaikara, France. Um, I, I know who you're, I know who you're pulling for on this one. He is, he is the favorite on this one, 205 to 175.
0: That's good. Um, Love this guy, man. We, we watched him train every day when we were up at Glory. Um, he is a workhorse. He travels with his team and trains with James and his guys. Also does his striking stuff with his striking coach. Um, goes back and has his visits his family in Vegas. Um, he's from Tijuana, but they live in Vegas now. And, and he was before going to James. He was literally training his camps at the PI at the at the. Oh yeah, yeah. With just okay. his couple guys. Really? Yeah. and He has another guy, um, Ro Roe, I forget the guy in this corner, but he's also in the UFC. Roja Rojas Ro, Ro, Roja. Um, super tough, nicknamed Pitbull. Okay. Um And and he's with him all the time as well. He fights at I believe 55. They're trying to get him dropped 45. He or maybe he's 45 dropping to 35, but. He he's, his his group is tight, you know, and I and I dig that about him. And it, his work ethic is is crazy. The the thing that's cool about this matchup, Brandon has beat Kai France, and since that fight they've both gone four and one. Oh wow! Now, while going four and one, Brandon beat Brandon Royval, who is the one on Kai France. Okay. So he beat Ka- Kai Car France, and so did. So did uh, Brandon. Yeah. So Roy Val and and uh, Moreno. And then uh, Moreno's last three fights were Davidson Figuretto. So he had the number one guy in the world yes. three times yes. in a row. And he beat him was one of them he beat him twice well he went to a draw with him once rear naked choked him once and then lost a decision yeah i don't know why this is for the interim title i don't know what's up with figure i was gonna
1: ask that question
0: yeah because that fight wasn't that long ago not long enough where they would have january 22nd it was this year yeah so i'm not sure what the deal is with with if he's injured and couldn't fight and wasn't going to be able to for a while or something um I like this fight. Carr France is tough, man. He is very good fighter. Um, just knocked out, I think, two fights ago. He knocked out Cody Garbrandt and uh, just had a decision win to somebody else. But he's very good. Brandon is a guy who came to the UFC, did okay, got cut from the UFC, mm-hmm. went and fought on the regional level, came back to the UFC, and fought through and won the belt so like, his story is phenomenal he's his story is a true mexican from from tijuana right like this guy is a workhorse he busts his butt and and he fights in the pocket you know he,
1: he's he's a grinder it, do you compare that story and that path um similar to Oliveira? i mean it kind of i mean yes yeah, sort of yeah right same, i mean it thing. feels like the same the same story and look bit. at the run all of arizona you She's, know what? He's I think the champ, he's number two he's, or three pound-for-pound pound best fighters right now. I right, mean, he's, and even though he doesn't have the belt,
0: he's, he's the champ. He's the champ. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm going with Brandon, and I hope his very next fight is Figueredo to unify those two belts. So how does that work when you, you've already had three fights? It's You don't see a fourth fight very often. Well, for sure you will this time because the – so Brandon took a short-notice fight. Okay. and went to, went to a draw with him, okay? Literally took a, like a week notice fight with Figueiredo and went to a draw. <clears throat> they rematched because it was a quick notice fight, Brandon wanted a rematch, and because Figueiredo kept the belt because it was a draw and he was the title holder. Okay. They rematched, Brandon re choked him, okay? One-sided fight, like cleaned him up. And then because he was the champ for a while, they gave him an instant rematch. Sure. So they went instant rematch again, Brandon lost a decision. Um, I don't remember if I think he won that fight or not. I just know that he wasn't, he didn't get beat. You know, he wasn't outclassed in that fight. It was a good fight. So um, I don't think, for example, Kaikar France wins this fight. Yeah. His next fight will be for the belt. Yeah, the ranks right? number one and number two. Right. So the only way Brandon doesn't get that fight is if he was to not win this fight um, because otherwise he's not going to fight. Number one or number two, and then go fight number five, right? Yeah. Like he's next in line, yeah. because he didn't he didn't go anywhere, right? <clears throat> so, I see that fight happening whenever Figueredo is back from whatever is keeping him away right now.
1: That fight will happen. I like both of them. You know, when you talk about kind of personas and and what they bring to the ring, um, Moreno just seems super humble, super. He's a guy that you'd want to like hang out with. Um, and I, from what I have seen from Kai Car France, I don't see him as being much different than that. I don't know that he's yeah, no, he's much a, of a trash talker. He's
0: not. He's not. And he comes from city boxing in yep. uh, New Zealand, where Arasanya, yes. Volkanovski, yeah, him. I, I don't. There's a girl there too. I forget who. But like, that's a that's a stacked room, right? Absolutely. He's got, but he's got killers. He does, but uh, different weights. You know, it's not like everyone's at his weight. Where Brandon's at with Glory, he has fifty guys every day, and he has twenty of them his size. You know, um, so it's uh, they they both have great training partners. Oh, Volkanovski, he, he's not he, you know he's not too much bigger. I mean, he's bigger, but I'm sure they train together a lot. Volkanovski looks so big for what? Well, it's he, because he used to be two hundred and twenty pounds. Dude, he dude, was dude, a monster. Yeah. He's huge, but yeah, I see this, you know, they're both super humble. Brandon, man, when Brandon won the belt, I don't know if you watched that fight, but when he cried, it made me cry. <laughs> it was so, <laughs> it was so emotional. I was just like, oh my gosh, you know, and it was like That's something to my eye. everything in his life. You could tell was put into that fight and he yeah. just could not believe yeah. that it came to fruition at that point in time. And it was awesome to watch. Um,
1: I'm looking at the size difference, and Brandon is three inches taller, uh, but he walks around at significantly lighter. They're saying that he walks at, at 124 versus Kai, who walks at 136. So um, Brandon definitely doesn't walk at 124. The weight, the okay. fight is a 125. Is, okay. Um,
0: he he's probably 1 140, 145. Okay. You know, he, he's he's probably. He's not a big guy. Right. He's not a, a big muscular. He's not squatty. No, and he's no. <laughs>
1: he's not 5'8", <five>, <laughs> He's uh,
0: he's not even super ripped. You know, even yeah. on the scale at weigh-ins, he's not super ripped. He's just real fast, real fast, and his timing and head movement, everything is very good. You know, uh, I'm going Brandon on that fight, not just because I I like him a lot and and want to see him win. I just think he will win. However. I don't think it's going to be an easy fight.
1: So it looks like Brandon, based off of statistics, 58% of Brandon's wins are coming by submission versus only 13% for Kai. Um, Kai looks like he's going to want to stand and bang. Brandon looks like he wants to go get get to the ground. Right. You've talked a lot about this, that if you want to get to the ground and get control, that like, the, the wrestler, the grappler, can bring that fight to the ground. True, and and win that way. But we, you've also you've gotten burned a little bit on some of your predictions because people who should have brought it to the ground just <laughs> didn't. I can't. I can't, you, him totally, it. Totally. I can't make him do it. Totally. can't make him do it. Absolutely. <clears throat>
0: um, w- if he comes out and takes him down, yeah. Watch how fast he's on his back. Okay. So fast. Like he he is so good at getting the back, and he's so fast at doing it. Um, I just hope that he comes out strikes for a minute minute and a half you know mixes it up gets going yep makes him strike back a lot and and then you know is able to get the fight to the mat
1: you're looking for that striking to open up for a takedown and then control yeah the
0: more you strike with them the more they settle into striking with you
1: yep you know and then hey guess what then then you're they're standing up a little bit more gotcha (laughs) Yeah. yeah all right well i'm pulling for brandon on this as well That leads us to the the title, the other title fight, the main event, and this is cool. You don't see a women's main event. They are this is the main event of the evening. It's pretty it cool is. to see this. Pena versus Amanda Nunes. This is a rematch. Um, it's, I mean, this is a rematch of a fight that just happened um, really recently. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to. I'm actually just, trying to pull it up. They finished see.
0: their fight. They both went on to coach the Ultimate Fighter, and. Uh now they're the Ultimate Fighter season ended, and they're all fighting each other.
1: Uh oh! I guess it was it was longer ago than I thought. Year? December, December of twenty twenty one. Okay. Wow, that's. I didn't realize it was that long ago. I felt like it was. I that remember losing flies. my mind when we watched this at my house because oh, yeah. I, there, I had some people over, and I'm like, you know, it's probably one of the biggest upsets. Oh, it definitely ever. was. Ever
0: that was like a like a Holly Holm Ronda moment yeah. for for a lot of people yeah. just because. At one point in time, Amanda Nunez knocked out Holly in the first round, knocked out Misha in the first round, knocked out Ronda in the first round, and knocked out Cyborg in the first round. The four baddest champions the UFC ever had, she knocked them all well out in the first round. So <clears throat> there was really no question who the number one girl was, right? You know, sure. and, and people, unfortunately, when you have someone that's that dominant, Juliana Pena comes along and wins. Everyone still thinks Amanda's a number one, one, number one fighter in the world. You know?
1: Yeah, I think that um, I think that she Pena is her? coming in as an underdog. Yeah, yeah plus two thirty, minus two seventy five. And I'll be newest. honest,
0: and it and it it completely depends on the mental status of Amanda come fight night. If she is in it like she was before, I do, I think she wins. I think she wins. Um, if she is not you know, and, and has kind of gotten settled being a mom and made a lot of money and whatever. And, um, and then that happens, you know, and that happens. It is a real thing. And then I see Juliana winning again, but something was weird the first time, you know, Juliana was eating Amanda's punches and they not, and I don't want to be like, uh, she, I don't want to take away from her having a good chin. However, Amanda's punches didn't look like Amanda's punches. Sure. You know, she didn't look like she was hitting like she used to hit. She didn't look like she had a killer instinct. You know, uh, Juliana was getting beat up, but wasn't phasing her. You know, and then just and then she tapped early on the ground. You know, didn't even didn't even fight. You know, I believe she was a jiu-jitsu black belt. It it, it seemed like that tap came really fast. Well, yeah, she turtled and just kind of covered up and let the choke happen. So it was a weird night for me. I was happy that Juliana won. Super stoked. You know, but I don't. I don't think lightning strikes twice, but if it does, awesome for Juliana. And uh, if if it, this is one of those things where if Amanda do, uh, does lose, I'll just, I'd be done. Just leave the gloves right there. Yeah, and- because not not because she can't do it. I believe if she loses to her, she doesn't want to do it. You know, I believe she's yeah. in the in the place then where she's not mentally in the game anymore. You know, and she's better off being a mom being a wife being whatever it is that she wants to do in the sport aside from fighting because what are you gonna do then you now lost to her twice now so you, you don't gotta, get her next you gotta yeah you gotta cycle get back through yep you know and get a
1: couple at least and that's what 24 months to yeah, get back there right. 18 to 24 months And how old is she 35 i i was gonna look and see i think that's about right um let me see if i can find it really quick but she is i think she's getting up there in age um so and 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 pena on the other side of it, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to find it quick. Um, Pena on the other side is only, she's young in her career and she's starting to come up. So right. I, I think that, you know, she's only 12 and four. So um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to pull this up real
0: quick. Let me see. No worries, but I believe she's somewhere around 35 I think or, that's or, or or older. And I just 34. Think, there it 34? is. 34. Okay. Yep. And uh, 34, married, baby. I just think that, you know, if she loses again, and isn't dominant like she used to be. Yeah. I think number one, her heart won't be in it again. Yep. You know? And, and I believe that it also most likely wasn't in it for this one as well. So I don't know. Um I'd like to see her pull it off, but I, I believe she's done regardless. Oh, you think really? I mean, she, I almost want to say, I think if she gets her belt, she's for sure done. Yeah. But if she doesn't, I think she should be done just because that means that she's not in it like she should be. So that'll
1: be a big deal because if, if that comes true, she'll vacate two titles.
0: Yeah. I think she can go up at 45 and win all day because there's no one there. Like There's, there's very, very few women that are fighting at 45. The skill level level diminishes once it gets up there. And then there's girls like Kayla Harris in, in, Kayla, Kayla Harris in PFL at 155 where there's even less girls, yeah. you know? And, and it's unfortunate because between 55, 45, and 35, you know, you can make a good weight class out of that if you could, if you could get yeah. all those girls to, to meet somewhere. But, um, yeah, 45 is not really a, a strong weight class. I don't know when the last time Amanda even fought in that class was. And anybody else yeah. that would have vacated that belt and made a, an interim shot for but I think they're only keeping that, that division because of her.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah. If Amanda wins... And you were in her corner, what would you be telling her to do? How to win? Yeah. Striking. I mean, she's really? – yeah, she needs okay. a stri- –
0: Julianne's got better jujitsu, jitsu I think. She's, okay. she's, she's got – she's solid jujitsu, Not that she's going to win off her back, but she does have solid jujitsu. Amanda, I think, you know, could come out and, and actually put her power up front again, and, and I would try to keep her on her feet for
1: sure. Striking. Okay. Who are you picking? Oh. <laughs> Did I not say that yet? <laughs> I, 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 was, I was thinking about it. I'm like, I'm not sure if I know who you picked.
0: I'm going to go with Amanda. Okay. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that she's hungry
1: for at least this one last time. It It's really hard to pick against her, but I agree with you. If yeah. she loses this one, I think that we don't see her. If I think ready. Juliana
0: even might be more skilled all the way around. Okay. I just think that if Amanda hits her like she used to hit people, yeah. if she still has that, yeah. I think she wins. I think she knocks her out. But if she doesn't have that, you don't. She doesn't win. I don't. She does not win a five round decision. Okay. I don't. I do not think she wins a five round decision. I don't think she lands the punches that she lands for two rounds. And hasn't put her away yet. And it doesn't start to get in her head. And you don't think she can beat her on the ground either. You don't think. Oh, can. can Sure, she can. I just don't think that that's her game plan. I don't think that'll be her game plan. Okay. You know, I mean, she could take her down, put her against the fence and try to beat her up. Uh, I'm sure she's probably stronger than her. But, um, but uh, yeah, I I think she keeps, keeps her on the feet.
1: The, the weights and UFC does weird things with the weights. Pena is listed at 135. Amanda is listed at 144. So I I mean, I, yeah, that clearly that's never accurate. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't even know. I don't even know what that looks like. So, okay. Well, I, hopefully I can catch this. Um, I'm excited to to hear how this this is gonna go. It'll be a little bit of a delay before we get back to this because I'm out of town. Yeah, I'm
0: leaving to Alabama tomorrow to go coach wrestlers with Lucas and Tyler, and then I'll have to watch this in the car on the way home. Right. Uh, getting back on Saturday night. I, I was trying to get back here in time to take me and just drop me off at American Airlines, and I you right. know catch the main event, but I don't think we'll make it back before like nine ten o'clock.
1: I'll be in Seattle, um, see my family, so I'll I will miss it, but coming back i'll make sure that i catch the highlights and we come back and we post this and we'll we'll have some good stuff to talk about
0: pay attention to the picks, see what you guys think and let us know in the comments below and stuff and like share and subscribe to the channel we'll see you guys next week it is
1: all over just like that